Welcome to Two Guys That Talk Sports. Here are Drew and Brad. What's going on, everybody? We're back at it again with another podcast. It's been a minute, but we are here. Yeah, what's up? What's popping? Yeah, man, we got a lot. We got a lot to talk about today. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, a lot of stuff has been happening in the NFL world. Uh, college basketball just released their bracket, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Nothing really going on in the NBA, so we don't have to worry about that. I know Major League Baseball is about to start, so that's going to be pretty cool. It's getting there. Uh, how how much money did you put on Georgia Tech winning the ACC championship? Uh, zero. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely zero. I, I, I just got into the uh, DraftKings FanDuel realm of things, so I am very, very new. Yeah. I, do, I didn't think Georgia Tech could win it, but when Virginia doesn't have to play because of COVID, right. and then... <laughs> Like, you get a bye to the finals. That's nice. I would love to see Virginia play uh, Florida State. I feel like that would have been a good uh, ACC championship team. Uh, who knows? Uh, maybe, maybe we'll see it in the national championship game. Yeah, I know. Maybe. <laughs> um, let's talk some NFL. Um, a lot of things are happening with Drew Brees. Uh, one of the all-time legends at QB decided to retire. Uh, question for you. Do you think he is a Hall of Famer? <laughs> You're joking, right? That's a general question. Are you serious? General you, question. You don't think Drew Brees is a Hall of Famer? Never said that. I was just asking you a question. Oh, my God. You that's a, That sounds like a rhetorical question. Of course he's a Hall of Famer. Uh, well, some people may disagree, um, but, you know, I'm not one of those you, people. You show so. me the person that says Drew Brees isn't a Hall of Famer, and I'll show you a moron. <laughs> and that's coming from that's coming from a Falcons fan. No, yeah. Drew, Drew Brees is first ballot Hall of Famer. Okay, okay, yeah. No, I mean he had a great career. I mean, won one Super Bowl, and then people thought he was before that Super Bowl. People thought his season was over. You know, with that shoulder injury down when he was playing with the Chargers, and then the Saints took a chance on him, and he's been playing ever since. So I mean, yeah, he was almost yeah, I, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. I mean. That's... I have nothing but love for Drew Reese. I uh, admire him because he paved the way he was, you know, for short quarterbacks to actually succeed and be able to do it at the next level. Um, quarterbacks, you know, where average height was around like six, six, two, six, three, um, you know, and that was the pedigree. But Drew Brees decided to come into the NFL and change all that. So I feel like he paved the way for like your Russell Wilson's of the world, you know, all the way down to like Kyler Murray's of the world, Baker Mayfield's of the world, you know, think guys like that. Absolutely. It's funny you bring up the Chargers deal because like Philip Rivers just retired and he's the guy that took Drew Drew Brees' place with the Chargers, yeah. you know. And they're gonna yeah. they're gonna hopefully go in the hall together as Yeah, that that'll be crazy, right? You know and you know what's crazy too? Um I kinda wanted you to like see what you think about that, but like crazy thing is like all these quarterbacks that we like kind of like knew and like you know grew up with and stuff like that they're going to be gone um soon like sooner or later your russell wilson's of the world and you know that age group is going to be gone too well yeah i think the, the first the first big domino was when peyton when peyton called it quits a couple of years ago mm-hmm. that was like the first 
quarterback that I remember from my childhood retiring. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Vic going, and then moving on to like, I guess I guess Donovan McNabb. I forgot about him too. He was one of the more yeah, McNabb, one of the, yeah. the bigger names from when I was a kid. But like Peyton was true, the first true like mega star. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree with you, Sheriff. Yeah. Yeah, and then, and then he, he live, of course, and and far, yeah, far before them too. Mm-hmm. I forgot him, but yeah, but Eli, Eli. I mean, and then Romo. You got Romo there. Yeah, to a lesser Tony extent. Um, but it's, Tony it's, Romo, I feel like he still had some uh, tank in him. You know, I just feel like he just didn't want to play anywhere else. Yeah. You know? Um, I think it's it's gonna be weird to see because we're not far from losing Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady and. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, a whole, a whole lot of other guys, you know. Russell Wilson soon, and uh, Russ is old. Russ just hit thirty. What thirty one? I think he he just turned. I thought thirty two. Thirty two, something like that. He still got some ball in him, you know. Matty Ice getting close to the end. Yep. Um. Was, was, what do you think? Uh, what do you, well? We'll talk about that a little bit later. Never mind. I was gonna bring up the drama, the NFL draft, but we'll talk about that a little bit later in the in the in the podcast. Um. Yeah, no, I mean, retirement's not that bad. I mean, you just got to figure out what you're going to do in retirement. You could be an analyst, you know, or you could go you could go into the coaching route like Philip Rivers did. Yeah, um, that, I think that had been in the cards with him for a couple years. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, look at what Deion Sanders is doing in Jackson State. I mean, dude, yeah, he's, he's, he's blow, blowing out teams. <laughs> he, he's showing what just having a big name at a school like that can do. Because he's yeah, getting he's time. getting Florida State recruits to flip. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, I mean, there, I mean, who wouldn't want it? Who wouldn't want to play for freaking Dion? Yeah. And then now he's getting like the HBCUs, like that, like uh, time uh, on on national television. So that's that's pretty good too. Yeah, and that that helps too with the FCS playing in spring. Like they don't get there's no chance for them to be overshadowed by bigger programs because they're not playing. Right. Yeah. Right. No. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. That's one of the benefits no. of, of of playing with the COVID and all moving to FCS to the spring. Yeah. No. You know. Um. It. It's like a a, a next chapter for these guys. You know. Like. And I feel like a lot of people are going to have heavy hearts once like Tom Brady leaves. Hell, some of them will be happy and celebrate because they don't have to deal with this ass anymore, winning championships. Um. You know. So once I feel like once. He's done. Who do you think the next Brady dynasty quarterback will be moving forward? Um, it's obviously Mahomes. You really think so? I think it's obvious. Like he's got the he's got like the the personality for it. He's got the the ability. He's got the support system around him. The talent. I think it's gonna. He's obviously the heir apparent to that face of the league. Hey man. I'm not knocking Mahomes. I think Mahomes is going to be good, but there's a ton of good quarterbacks coming out of this draft. Uh, like your Trevor Lawrence's of the world. But yeah, Zach yeah, we, Wilson's. That happens Trey every, Lance. Like, who would have thought Dwayne Haskins would all, would be would be shipped out of Washington already? Like, you don't know about these kids. They're 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 kids well, coming in. They're, they're, that's true, but I'm just saying. I feel like Trevor Lawrence is by far the next sheriff in town. Maybe I but, feel like. That's what we thought about Jamarcus Russell ten years ago. You see what happened true. to him. He was yeah, an un- yeah, yeah. he was an undoubted number one pick, and he was supposed to be the next big thing, and he was the yeah, next true. big thing, but he wasn't the next big thing. Yeah, 
No, true. I mean, before we yeah, get, I mean, before we sense. get too far away from uh, Drew Brees and potential draft busts, uh, who do you think is going to be his replacement? Well, I mean, did you see the contract that freaking Taysom Hill got? Is, do you think Taysom Hill's the guy though, and not you? Don't think they'd hand it to Jameis? They paid him four years, one hundred and forty million dollars. Uh, I still don't believe that. I don't believe Taysom Hill's the guy. I'm just saying they paid him four years, $140 million. I had, When I saw that, they did it today. Like, they reconstructed yeah. his contract today. And when I saw that, I was like, I had to make sure I was looking at it okay. I was like, they added a zero? It shouldn't be like $14 million? You yeah. know, but I was like, damn, these quarterbacks are getting paid. And I feel like, I feel like, um, Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes kind of set the bar for quarterbacks getting paid because they well, used to not get paid that, that well, much. The, the thing about Taysom Hill is restructuring and giving him that extension actually frees up $7.5 million in cap space. That's true, too. That, that's, I believe, more or less what they did with him instead of that saying he's going to be the quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean... Who knows? Who knows what who the quarterback will be in the Saints? Maybe they might go get somebody, you know, like a Russell Wilson, and just use Taysom Hill as a backup again. I mean, um, maybe like, they draft the QB and trade up in the draft and get rid of both of the QBs. Um, I just don't see. Like, here's my thing, and I was thinking about this today before the podcast. Like, once I saw the news break about Drew Brees, I was thinking about it. I was like. Saints and Sean Payton like is like he's not like Bill Belichick, but they are not going. Sean Payton's not going to rebuild. He's just not. He's not going to rebuild. He is going to, um, you know, like find pieces that are missing and put them there. Well, he hadn't. They haven't had to rebuild. They have basically the last couple of years been winning in spite of Drew Brees. That's you, what I'm you saying. See, you see, you see. Two years ago, he got hurt. Teddy Bridgewater stepped in. They go five and zero without Drew Brees. Exactly. Um, Brees, exactly. That's Brees my missed point. time this year, and they were successful with the with Taysom and Jameis winning games. I still, I still think Jameis Winston has the talent. He he won a Heisman Trophy. He he he's in the right mindset now with in that organization that he could he could lead them to big things. You know, and well, I, he also has the arm talent too. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's yeah, just one people, play. People rag on him for throwing for throwing those thirty interceptions a couple years ago, but he still threw thirty with thirty five touchdowns. Well, yeah, I mean that's that's very factual. I mean he did do that, and the one thing I would say is like even like there was one game last last season where like Drew Brees was like basically trying to. Um, you know, be a downfield passer. They pulled him out of the game and ended up making Jameis Winston because they knew Drew Brees couldn't throw the ball that far. And they knew Jameis Winston could, and he threw it like 60 yards downfield. Obviously, they didn't complete the pass, but still, that let me know. I was like, damn, that's a, that dude has some arm talent. Yeah, and it's it, still there. Was it, the, was it the NFC divisional round when – the Bucks and the Saints played. The first quarterback to throw a touchdown pass was Jameis. Yeah, 
between, that game. between Brady and between Brady and Breeze and Jameis is your first quarterback to throw a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was that one, yeah. Yeah. And how crazy is that for Jameis, man? Like, damn, you were just on a team and the next thing you know they get rid of you and then they put you like with a Hall of Famer and he goes out and wins a Super Bowl. Like the year they get rid of you. That yeah, must suck. Yeah, but it, it's <laughs> It's a lot more that goes into that than just Jameis out, Brady in. You know. No, like, I no, I know, I agree with you, but I'm just saying that must suck because, like, like they, they you brought, know what I mean, like, like Tampa brought Tom in, they brought Gronk with them, they bring in Antonio Brown and Leonard Fournette later, they invested in the offensive line. Tristan Wirfs, the first round pick, played great last year. They they had a lot of development with the defensive guys. And yeah. bringing in Adamakun Sue, they just invested and pushed for a Super Bowl where I don't think they really gave Jameis. I don't, I don't want to say they didn't give Jameis a chance, but he didn't have the same tools at his disposal. Like he had Mike oh, Evans yeah, and no. Chris Godwin, but. The line was shit. And yeah. I mean, you can only do so much then. Um, no, I think you're right. Um, my thing is about. Um, Jameis is, is that he's good. It's just like mental. Like, how is he going to do against like pressure? How is he going to do against like, I mean, he has Michael Thomas and Michael Thomas is very good. Um, yeah. and they want to keep him happy. It, they let go of Emmanuel Sanders, which I was find shocking, but maybe, maybe they might go in the draft and go ahead and get another stellar receiver, like a Devonta Smith or, um, what's that guy from LSU? Uh, Jamar Chase. I, I don't think they're going to be in position to draft either one of those guys. You never know. You never know because I feel like these quarterbacks are going to be going like hotcakes. Well, that's um, the way it is. People will move up and quarterbacks will go the first. The top five picks will be four quarterbacks. Exactly. Exactly. Or maybe even six. I'm willing to push it down to all the way down to the top ten. You got Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields. Um, Trey Lance. Trey Lance, yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Mac Jones. You got Mac Jones. And there's some other ones like Kyle Trask. He's going to be pretty good. I feel like he's like a late first rounder. Um, I can't think of anybody else. I know there's so many other good quarterbacks out there. But that's six right there. And then you got like obvious Travis Etienne. He's going to go before Jamar Chase or um, – uh, I, th- I think I think I think Jamar Chase is probably going to go number two to the Jets, depending on what they do. Depending no, on, depending on what they They're do. With Sam Darnold, They're going to go QB. Sam Darnold is a, is a talented quarterback that needs to have some more. Dude, that, that stink of Adam Gase it needs to just be washed away from the New York Jets, and they need to stop blaming it on Sam Darnold. I don't think anybody was blaming on Sam Darnold, honestly. Everybody knows how poo-poo Gase is. He's yeah. almost as bad as uh, – you remember uh, – who's that guy? Everybody used to hate him. Jeff Fisher, whatever his name is. Yeah, oh, yeah. Old Titans coach. Yeah. Rams Everybody coach. used to hate him because they know he couldn't coach. Yeah, but he, um, but he actually won games every now and again. Yeah, like, but they still – Adam Gase, Adam Gase like, was terrible in Miami. They've been better since they replaced him. He goes to the Jets and again terrible, and now they replaced him. But yeah, 
We'll see. Nobody wants to get galvanize around him or you know, like show any camaraderie around him. Um, the the Jets got a, a a very good head coach in Robert Sala, I think, from San Francisco. He's gonna oh, end up beast. Being, I, I, I I like that guy. Beast, yeah, same, yeah. That defense is gonna be. <clears throat> watch out, they're gonna be a. You know, thrill. That's what he's focused on. So I'm excited to see them. Dude, I really don't think they're going to go with Sam Darnold. I feel like they're going to trade him. Like, Here's what I envision happening. If I picture the draft today and I was looking at the draft today, here's what I picture happening. The Jets are going to trade Sam Darnold to San Francisco. San Francisco is going to trade Jimmy G to uh, the Patriots. Back to the Patriots. The Jets in return is going to get like two first rounders and keep their pick, and uh, they're going to get like maybe a first and a second round. Maybe a first, second. they'll probably get a first and second round. Think or Donald, maybe Donald. they might even get a second and third. Maybe a second and third. Maybe not a first. You maybe not a first. Maybe a second. In, third. in a in a world where where Matthew Stafford is worth a first round pick. And a former MVP candidate. Uh, you don't think Sam Darnold's worth at least a first round pick? Uh, I'm not saying he's not good. That's that's the one thing I'm not saying. He he's good. He's very good. Out of all those quarterbacks that they're ooing and on over the draft, him and Baker Mayfield are pretty are by far the best. Yeah. Well, you Lamar Jackson was in that same draft. Oh, true, true, true. I forgot. I thought he for some reason I he was in the draft after. But yeah, those three. After that, it's a wash. What happened to Josh Rosen? Josh Rosen has suffered from. I don't. I don't know if he just ain't got it, or if he hadn't had anybody believe in him. But he's he's bounced around a lot. Let's not forget, Sam Darnold is only twenty three years old. Yeah, yeah. He's still a baby. He's he's still he developing. Did, he, the problem with him is that he is too injury prone. And he needs to like figure that out, or else that's going to cost him his career. It could be. Yeah. If I was that, if I was a Jets organization, I would trade him and multiple picks and multiple assets for him. All right. And so, then put him in a situation situation where he's a contender. And then, I mean, think about it. he's going back to California. That's where he went to school and all their stuff like that. He'll definitely have more confidence there, and he'll be in Kyle Shanahan's offense. Are you crazy? So Tim Donald will thrive. That's if, why. if you're the 49ers, would you rather have him or Jimmy G? Uh, Jimmy G has not shown me uh, that he can stay healthy for a full season. He took he's him to shown a Super Bowl. Me... He took him to a Super Bowl. He did, but, but after the Super Bowl, he's only played six games. He got hurt. I mean, that happens. Tom Brady I got know, hurt. But, Tom Brady got hurt I mean, earlier in his career. He missed the whole season. That's, that's true. But I'm saying Patriots you need somebody that's going to be durable. You need somebody that's going to be durable. Uh, that... And Injuries happen. Injuries happens happen to everybody. You're you're right, but I'm saying you need somebody that's going to be durable. Like, look at Dak, for instance. Dak just recently got hurt out of the five years that he's been playing in the league. So you're going to downgrade Baker him Ma- for that? Oh, hell no. I'm not downgrading him. I'm upgrading him. I'm telling him that that's awesome. I mean, you got to remember, he's Sam Darnold was playing behind that shoddy Jets offensive line. That had a lot I mean, to I'm do not, with it. Um, but I'm not saying talking trash about Sam Darnold either. I'm saying that Sam Darnold would be a better fit for Kyle Shanahan's offense than Jimmy G would. 
I think any quarterback is a good fit for Kyle Shanahan's offense. Let's be yeah. Kyle Shanahan yeah, can make anybody a great quarterback. Oh, he can make me fucking good <laughs> if you really wanted to. All right, let's not go that far. Let's not go that far. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, this. I was, I was just saying that Sam Donald is at least maybe worth maybe a late round first, definitely a second round or third round, definitely a second round for sure. But I don't think he's worth a full first, like. I'd rather there. There, I could say. There's five or ten different quarterbacks in the league. I'd still rather that are starting. I'd rather have Sam Darnold than them. Like I'd rather have Sam Darnold than Tua. I'd rather have Sam Darnold than Cam Newton. I, I, as much as I love Cam Newton, I'd say the same thing. I'd rather have Sam Darnold yeah. than Teddy Bridgewater. I'd rather I'd have rather Sam have Darnold Sam than Jared Goff at this point. Jimmy yep. Garoppolo. Um, there's there's a lot of Sam and Drew Locke. Yeah, I mean Sam Darnold is not. It's not the the end of the world if he's your quarterback, you know. I'm just saying, like like you said, he's that season that happened was a wash, and since it was a wash, you know, then they move on, and now they're a lot better. Well, you know how to have a coach, but new, I could be wrong. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, I could be wrong, and they could just totally keep Sam Darnold and draft a receiver and another running back and be completely fine. Because, I mean, Le'Veon Bell's still there. He's not going anywhere. No, actually, no, that's false. He's, he's in Kansas City. Well, yeah. Actually, I think, is he, did they release him or let they, him leave? They were, haven't still released him or done anything with him yet. Oh, is he or is he still under contract or is he a free agent? I don't. I have no idea. No, he he had a, he signed a one year deal, so okay, he's so a free he's, agent. He's a free agent. Speaking of free agents, uh, Aaron Jones, he signed a four year deal with the Packers. Yeah, we're coming Stand. back there. That's probably the right move for him. Oh, for big time. Yeah, yeah. Do you don't want to go to like Houston or somebody like that, and then just like like Mark Ingram, the freaking Ravens, and like I could deal with Houston. And end up playing with the trash team because let's be honest, Deshaun Watson is not going to be going very high down. If you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, would you consider bringing Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell back? No. 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 Ab- I absolutely. Not. I don't know. I would. I would think about Le'Veon Bell. He no, hasn't. Absolutely not. He hasn't been the same since he left there. No, he was doing work at with the Chiefs. No, nah, I mean, not really. He, he was doing decent. He replaced Clyde. Yeah, but they that that, that offense is still predicated on down the ball, on the, throwing the ball down the field and over the middle to Travis Kelsey, down the field to Tyreek Hill and and short to Kelsey. I mean, running the running game's always yeah, in the secondary in Kansas City, but like the, the Steelers have have proven, James Conner is a decent serviceable running back, but they need some more explosion there. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you're, you might be right. Um, I'm curious what do you think? Uh, I kind of want to move forward and talk about the NFL draft a little bit. Let's go. Just a teeny tiny bit. We, I mean, it's coming up in April. Um, we can talk a little bit more later on. But I'm just curious on your thoughts. I, w- I want to debate these topics. Um. Who would you say these quarter? When I list these quarterbacks, they, like if you had to compare them, 
Who would you say they would be? Um, and I'll give you a list of them, and you tell me who, and then I'll and I'll give you my my comparisons. Okay. Um, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Mac Jones, Kyle Trask. Yeah. Okay, so let's start off. Trevor Lawrence. Hmm. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know because we need to need to know if he's healthy for one. If that shoulder is going to hold up because you talk about injury prone stuff he's going into the draft hurt yeah do you think that's going to hurt his draft stock or do you think he's still going to get number nah, one he's going number one urban meyer didn't come back to end of coaching just to not take the best quarterback in the draft true that yeah but it's not a th- his throwing shoulders which is good so that, true, that, very, uh, very true that's a big difference there Big difference, yeah. You're just basically playing with like <laughs> your non-throwing shooter, which doesn't really. I mean, it matters because it's not like as like effective as it would be if it was your throwing shoulder. What was that? It broke up a little bit. Oh, who would you compare him to in current day NFL? Like if. It, NFL QBs that are out there. Um, current day, truthfully, he, he plays a lot like his former. No, not teammate. They didn't. They didn't overlap there. But Desha- a lot like Deshaun Watson. Not yeah. really. Not really a super athlete, but he can get it done. Like he doesn't. He doesn't overly rely on his legs. But if he needs to, he can. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I would say Deshaun Zach Watson. Wilson. Zach Wilson, I didn't watch enough Zach BYU, but he, but he's got a little, uh, he's he's got that that undersized and kind of that chip on his shoulder like a Drew Brees, mm-hmm. but it's hard to compare somebody to Drew Brees. But I, I mean, he's he's a little bit more athletic than Drew too, so maybe, mm-hmm. I I don't know, maybe a maybe a, maybe a little less athletic Russell Wilson. Yeah, you know, I'm I, uh, I, I haven't done a whole lot of uh of uh. In-depth research here for these takes, so take them with a grain of salt. That's fine. Justin Fields. Justin Fields. I, I, the more I see of Justin Fields, the more I like Justin Fields. Um, okay. He's, as you know, I like I like my I like my athletic quarterbacks that can move around, and he's probably the the bell of the ball in terms of this draft class. Mm-hmm. You know and. Actually, fun fact: He's only a year, uh, a year younger than Sam Darnold. Oh wow, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, that's what tra- that's what, what all you- the, tra- the transferring that he did. He tra- transferred from Georgia. Yeah, I'm sure that. I say sitting out that year makes you. Uh... I think he's. I think he's a little bit, maybe not quite as athletic as Lamar, but he's a better passer than Lamar. Uh, yeah. Um, I just don't think you compare anybody to Lamar. No, Lamar's honestly, Lamar's a different beast. Like, beast, dude. Like, and you know what's crazy? Like, um, I used to dislike Lamar because, and the only reason why I used to dislike him was because like he just wasn't accurate as a passer. But if if he if he de- if he develops his accuracy and, and I and, and realize I'm gonna. Doubt because he's young, 
you know, he's like you said, he's a baby and only um, like 22 or 23. Um, if he develops like when he hits like that 25, 26 range, he still has those legs and he develops into a passer. He like, might as well just ever think about it. He's going to be a freakishly t- good talent. Yeah, that, that's the thing about Fields, though, is he already has those arm skills with yeah. the athleticism. Maybe maybe to a lesser – maybe he's more like a Dak Prescott, I'd say, because he's not Lamar. Like, he's not – Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Okay. 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 Yeah, that's a good That's a good comparison. All right. Uh, Mac Jones. I don't know a lot about Mac Jones, and we're going to have to – do a little bit more looking at him because obviously Mac Jones is playing with NFL caliber everything at Alabama. Yeah. And and that's always been a little bit of a knock on Alabama quarterbacks and they've never really made that transition to the NFL. Obviously also huh uh he is also one year younger than Sam Darnold. <laughs> Even though Sam's been in the league almost three years, yeah. but he uh, he's obviously playing with Jalen Waddle and uh, Devonta Smith, and you know Alabama's always got five NFL offensive linemen. They've always got the run. They've got he's got an NFL running back in the backfield with him. So is he is he the next? great quarterback coming out of the draft or is he another AJ McCarron? You know, and I, I don't know. I don't really know how, where to place him, what to say about him. What do you, what do you think? You watch more SEC football than I do. What's up? I mean, that was kind of a good point. I mean, I mean like with the NFL, like ready talent, bottle and Devontae Smith. But my thing is, is like, even when you have that great talent, you still gotta be accurate. You know yeah. what I mean? Like in order in order to make that talent great, like how he did, you still got to be accurate. You still got to be able to throw the throw the throw the throws that you you know you can't just throw anybody in there because not only you're you're producing stats, you're also producing their stats too. Um, so I mean, I still I still would knock his talent. I feel like his talent's there, yeah. Because Devontae Smith and Waddle wouldn't be raving about him if he if it wasn't, you know. So. I don't know, man. I I would just see how it is in year one, when it, wherever he goes. I still have him going to Carolina, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Um, the the heavy hitter out of all of them that I'm really really excited to see. I'm curious to see what you think about Trey Lance. He's freaking awesome. I think he looks he's, phenomenal. He's got the 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 potential to be the best quarterback out of this class. Yeah, I can see that. And he looks NFL ready already. I I think he's gonna he's gonna need a year off. Um, mm-hmm. to get to get re- like not a year off, but a year to learn and grow in the system. Um, so maybe maybe a team like like that'd be a good spot for. Not to say Atlanta's gonna take a quarterback, but if they want to take one to sit behind Matt Ryan for a year or two, that might be the guy to go after. Hmm. Yeah, I, I I saw his pro day, and his pro day looked freaking phenomenal. His pro, his pro day was like, damn, 
Yeah, that, yeah, that's the shame of not getting a combine this year. We don't get to see, like the pro days are set up to for those court, those guys to succeed. They're going, they're throwing to their guys with their coaches, right. and and it's basically scripted to to show their strong suits. Whereas at the combine, you're yeah. throwing to random guys that you at one point may have played against, and you don't get to see. You get they just get thrown into awkward situations they're not quite ready for. Well not not quite ready for. They're not used to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, it is gonna be curious to see exactly where they're gonna go because of this um COVID stuff and the combine not being there. Um last one, Kyle Trask. Kyle Trask again. I don't know about Kyle Trask. I don't know if he's gonna be I think he's going to get elevated on draft day because of the whole other run on quarterbacks as they always do, and maybe slip back in the first round. But you think he's going to go into the second round, or is he going to be a first round, early first round? I think I think somebody will probably trade. You see it all the time, like these teams they trade back into the first round to take quarterback. The Ravens mm-hmm. did it when they did when they had Lamar. They mm-hmm. traded back into thirty two to to jump up and get him, mm-hmm. and I think that's probably what happened with Trask. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm curious to see kind of what where he's gonna go. Uh, he has freakishly good downfield passing. Um, dude, like airs it up downfield. And he's super accurate. So, yeah, big, like I said, big kid too. Big kid, yeah. What is he like six five or something like that? He's more of a more of a prototypical guy. You know, he's not. Yeah, he's not gonna be. A Justin Fields, a Trevor Lawrence. So oh God, no! He's, he's he reminds me of like a, a shorter hair version of Ryan Mallett. Ooh, that's not a good comparison. I <laughs> know, but <laughs> it's not a good comparison at all. But like being a big size, I wish Bill Belichick would have done something with him. But you know, the kid just didn't have it in him. Obviously, um, in order for the QB whisperer not to be able to do anything with him. All right, Brad. So, that, what, who who would you compare him to? I mean, it's 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 tough when you uh, when you you throw out the Brian Mallett comparison, and I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to overshadow that. But like, um, basically, waist down, I'd say Tom Brady. Like no, okay, that's a big huge comparison. No, no, no mobility whatsoever. Like. Um, maybe Josh Rosen. Maybe he could. Okay, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I was thinking more the lines of like Ryan Fitzpatrick, like that kind of type. Yeah, but Fitz is an undersized guy. He is undersized, but tremendous arm talent. Yeah, I mean tremendous. I mean, you want to. Throw maybe maybe a Sam Bradford out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I can see that. You hear people talk that played with him. They say Sam Bradford is the most talented quarterback they've ever been around. Yeah, but he, he just, just didn't have, didn't have it in him. Well, he got drafted. That's the problem with getting drafted by these bad teams with these quarterbacks. Is he was a he's definitely a case of it. Um, David Carr, same way to just get destroyed get slaughtered by these teams that don't have offensive lines and then mm-hmm. you get labeled a bust because you can't stay healthy mm-hmm. because you're getting sacked 70 times a year 
Yeah. No, you're right. Um, yeah, no, you're right. Um, so for my picks, I'm going to say Trevor Lawrence, uh, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Mac Jones, Kyle Trice. All right, cool. Trevor Lawrence. I'm going with uh, uh, a person that reminds me of. You might crucify me. You might not. I'm going with Andrew Luck. Um, Luck was a guy that had a really good talent. And like you just left off, he was like one of those guys like Sam Bradford who just got – well, the Colts then wasn't that bad. They were coming up, but his offensive line was just horrible. Yeah. And teams were just pounding him, pounding him, pounding him. But he reminds me so much of that. And Andrew Luck was really – when he was on it, he was on it. And he was really, really good. Um, And Trevor Lawrence reminds me of that. Um. Any feedback on that, or or you want me to move on? I like it. Let's let's keep it rolling here. Okay. Uh, Justin Fields. I'll, I'll go out of order. Justin Fields reminds me of Cam Newton, but with a better arm. Um, like he, Cam Newton, like you know, he has the legs. He, he's powerful, huge. Same thing. Justin Fields, powerful, huge. But Justin Fields has like the arm. He has like the arm talent. So, um. I feel like that's a really good comparison to him. Um, Except he's any like, feedback on that? Or he's like you... 60 pounds lighter than Cam. Yeah, true. Any feedback on that? Or... No, let's keep moving. I like it. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. I like your Russell Wilson uh, uh, technique, uh, technical pick, but my, I'm going to go with Kyler Murray. Um, I don't think he's that explosive. He's pretty explosive. And I feel like he's going to tear up the NFL once he gets in here. And he's going to be a highlight machine, just like Patrick Mahomes was. So, if Patrick Mahomes and Kyler Murray had a baby, that's who Zach Wilson is. They can't have kids. Uh, obviously. But if they if they were... If you were, you, know, to clone, get... if you were to clone the two of them. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Trey Lance, Trey Lance, Trey Lance, Trey Lance. This is where it gets difficult because he reminds me of Deshaun Watson because he has that good arm talent, doesn't really have to use his legs, but if he needs to, oh, he will, you know, run circles around you, dust you, whatever. Um, what do you think about that? Uh, I mean, that, that, and another guy thought came up to my mind here. Talking about Trey Lance and his the same college, but a Carson Wentz, mm. same yeah. type of same okay. type of guy. Mm-hmm. Well, something something's brewing out of the water in uh, North Dakota State University. So, well, they got a good program. That's and winning breeds True. that. True. There's just been a lot of QBs taken out of it, so that's the reason why I said that. Um, uh, um don't sleep on him, but um, Felipe Franks, another guy. Oh shoot! I forgot about him. Might turn into something out of this draft class. Yeah, I forgot rounds. about him. Yeah, I forgot about him. He'll probably be like what a third or fourth round pick. Oh, probably. It may be elevated a little bit if somebody who doesn't get one of those quarterbacks in the first round needs one. True. Yeah, um, maybe you're right about him. And truth, if you're my honest, like a some like I know this is coming from an NC State fan, and this is no bias whatsoever. If I had to choose one of these quarterbacks or 
Sam Howell next year, I would take Sam Howell next year. I think Sam Howell oh, right now. Oh God, yeah. I think God, Sam, yeah. Sam Howell. Afraid. Sam Howell right now scares me more than any player in this NFL draft right now. Yeah. No, I agree with you, hands down. Dude's a freak. Just a, his worth ethic and what he's putting in. Oh, man, he's going to – I may think he might be better than Trevor Lawrence and people may slap me for it. But my opinion, so I get to say whatever I want. <laughs> yeah, this is our podcast. We can say what we want. <laughs> so we can say what the hell we want. If I think Sam Howell's better than Trevor Lawrence, and hell, we'll, I can think it. <laughs> we'll see it We'll see it this year without, without the running backs and without the receivers – if Trevor, yeah, or if uh, if if Sam Howell takes a step forward and is better next year with less talent, then we'll know. But I, as far yeah. like I've as a state fan, I've watched State play Trevor Lawrence for the last three years, and I've watched him play Sam Howell for the last two years, and I'm more scared of Sam Howell than I yeah. am Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, no, and I, I mean, my wife's a big huge Carolina fan, UNC fan, and I've been in some games where Sam Howell has been playing, and I've. I've seen him. He's like, a beast. To me, the scariest guy, the scariest guy in Clemson is Travis Etienne. Like that man. Yeah. He should have been. Okay. He should have been in the NFL after his freshman year. He was that talented. Well, yeah, I mean, but he can also play anything. Yeah. Uh, besides QB, like he can, he can be a running back. He be, you know, he reminds me of. He reminds me of Chris McCaffrey. Like just like a Swiss Army knife, you Chris, know. You Chris McCaffrey, if you. Threw an extra twenty five pounds on him, and a couple inches, and whatnot. I, I would say more of a uh, a Zeke in college before he got big. Okay. In the NFL. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. I, I can. I can see that. I can see that. Got talent to catch the ball and run after the catch, run over you, run around you. Travis Etienne, scary, scary running back. I'd put him up there with Saquon and anybody, any running back who's been drafted in the top five or ten, I'd put him up there with them. Oh, yeah, you're right. I agree with you on that. Um, since we're talking about, you know, running backs and stuff like that and all that good stuff, who would you say, like, the best non-QB would be out of this NFL draft? The best non-QB? You mean yeah. skill, skill position or just? Position. I, was th- I was trying to think of the word, but I couldn't think of the word. But yeah, so you, skill position. Yeah. So you don't want defense or offensive lineman, obviously. Yeah, skill, um, yeah, skill position. I put it down to Jamar Chase and Travis Etienne. But do you think with the outplaying a year of football, Jamar Chase still has it in him to? Yes, I, I, I don't see him sitting on a couch somewhere for a year eating Skittles like a Marshawn or whatever. <laughs> I don't, I don't see I don't see him doing that. He's been training and working out, and with the way LSU was this year and their quarterback situation, I think he was better suited sitting out. Okay, okay, okay. I can see that. Um, I was just curious, to see what your thoughts were. Yeah, because the the last the last look at Jamar Chase we have is him, like. Tearing up, who I don't even remember who was it. Was it? Did they play Clemson in the championship game, or did they play Alabama? I think they played Clemson. Alabama. A lot's happened in the last year. No, they played Clemson. They played Clemson. Okay, they yeah. played Clemson. Hundred and ten percent sure. But uh, the last the last picture we see is is him and Joe Burrow taking over the world. And yeah, I think 
I think he, Dude, his stock would have went down a little bit. How crazy would that be if him and Joe Burrow actually like rekindled and like he was drafted by like Cincinnati? It could happen. Cincinnati at five could take him, and they need they need some explosion. That's what I'm saying. How crazy would that be? Get a healthy Joe Mixon, bring in a Jamar Chase with Tyler Boyd. If, jo- if John Ross ever figures out what the hell he's doing, <laughs> that, that could be an explosive offense. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I could see it happening. I wouldn't but doubt her or put it past it. This, so. Hell. Please tell me there wouldn't be a better introduction to NCAA, what, 23 or 24, whatever it'll be by the time we finally get it. But I just want the EA Sports logo, and I want to see Joe Burrow walking down that hallway with the cigar, <laughs> with the cigar bl- smoke and all. I just want that intro to the game. And, and then you see at the very end of the clip, like, Coach Ogeron just be like, Stop walking around, cigar, boy. Be, <laughs> it, it would be great. It'd be great. <laughs> because he sounds just like that. Stop smoking that cigar, boy. Well, as, as LSU fans said, when they, when Orgeron got hired, they were happy to finally have a coach that didn't have an accent. Right. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. I just thought that was so funny and hilarious, but, but you uh, obviously did. <laughs> but, um, uh, no, yeah. Um, let's get into some bracketology. Let's talk some... Uh, March Madness. Um, were you excited or happy with the the selection uh, committee? What they picked on the teams? I really was more excited for the NIT selection show to see where state was going. Um, <laughs> but but uh, yeah, I'm I'm happy the ACC got eight teams in. Yeah. Um, I don't. I'll see you. I don't think Syracuse deserved to get in, but I think the near beating of Virginia in the ACC tournament got them in. They mm-hmm. kind of had a. Not a fluky loss, but they were tied going down, and a kid who hadn't scored the whole game hit a corner three to beat them. I think that performance you, got him in. How do you feel about the teams that are on that, like, um, or the rule that, like, the, the, the COVID list, like if a team gets COVID, then you have a replacement team? How do you how do you feel about that? Are you excited? I'm, I'm more excited about that than – like it was kind of bull to see Kansas in the Big Twelve tournament get just taken out and have teams get buys. Like Georgia Tech. Oh, Virginia had a COVID outbreak or COVID problem, so they're out. Georgia Tech, here's your bye to the championship game. Like yeah. the same with Florida State and Duke. Like Duke's and out. So especially State... especially Duke, man. Duke was actually rolling in the ACC tournament. Yeah, they had know? they had a chance to do some things, but Five, five games in five days would be tough, but um, and I don't think they could beat like a Florida State. I think uh, they would have they would have probably got rolled by Florida State anyway if they'd have played. Yeah. yeah, Carolina actually put up a good game against Florida State. I was actually impressed with them. Carolina, they're trying to come back. Carolina's going to be a scary team in this tournament. Um, if, yeah, because they got size. Yeah, they they've got size for days, and not really like besides Deron Sharp. Um, he's probably the scariest of those front line guys. I I do not fear Walker Kessler to say to at all. Yeah, just, I agree with you. What about Morris? He's alright too, but like Walker Kessler, just he seems like the most goofy, clumsy looking dude out there with the basketball. And it's scrawny too. It's super scrawny. Yeah, he he's he's got that typical Carolina like fragility on the inside. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I say typical. No, I, I mean, since Tyler Hansborough, they've had a lot All of right. a lot of big, soft, 
big guys, you know. What do you like about their guards, like Love? Um, I know and, they um, can't shoot. <laughs> but, other guy's name. I can't think of the other guy's name. But, but what do you what do you think about them? Uh, they can they can make some noise. I mean, they could potentially. I could see them getting to a Sweet Sixteen, and they they've got a good draw. Like Baylor, of course, is good, but they could beat Baylor if they get past Wisconsin, and then they'd be looking at either Nova or Purdue. Yeah, in Sweet Sixteen. Nova's that's, pretty, that's a, Nova's that's pretty good. Though. Yeah, Nova's pretty good. Yeah, so Campbell almost uh, made it to the. Uh, yeah, they got. They, they were. They got smoked in the A-Sun champion. Not A-Sun. Uh, they're not in A-Sun anymore. Big South. Big South, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. They, who were they playing? Uh, not Wingate. What was the other team? Winthrop. Was Winthrop. Winthrop. Yeah. yeah. Winthrop, yeah, Winthrop yeah, smoked yeah. them. Yeah, big time. Yeah. So, did I mean, the girl, Did the girls win today? I know they were playing against... Uh, they were in the in the... Big South Championship. Yeah, I can't remember who they played, but I think they won. They were like sixteen and six too. That was a record. I thought that was pretty impressive. Oh, they lost. Uh, they got knocked out by High Point. Oh, yeah, that's who it was. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, never mind then. Don't matter. NC State's about to run away with the women's championship, so we ain't talking about that. All right. <laughs> um. So I'm gonna read you out some teams. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna pick some brackets. I'm gonna read you all some teams. You tell me if it's an underdog uh, win, or do you think they're gonna get swept? All right. Cool. Yeah. Cool. All right. Shoot. Uh, so Loyola, Chicago, or Rutgers? See, Rutgers has not had a very good track record in the tournament, but Loyola, Loyola has. Yeah. Um. Wait a minute. They're not playing Rutgers. Yeah, they are. They are Chicago. Clemson plays Rutgers. What Rutgers am I looking? Look- That's Georgia Tech. I have the bracket right here. Loyola plays Georgia Tech. Are you looking at last year's bracket? I hope not. <laughs> is is your bracket? Does it say Baylor playing Hartford? Oh my God, Drew! Are you yeah, looking at the wrong year. one? Yep, that's last year's. What? A, what? A, Baylor is playing Hartford. What do you mean? Well, then Georgia Tech's playing Missouri. Then Georgia Tech's not playing Missouri. They are. I'm looking at it on on ESPN Men's Tournament Challenge right now. Gonzaga's playing Mount uh, St. Mary or Texas Southern. No, Gonzaga plays Norfolk State or App State. Oklahoma uh, plays Missouri. Oklahoma plays Missouri, yeah. Come on, Drew. You're the worst podcast host. I, I, I don't know. No, I wouldn't say that, but I don't know what the hell bracket <laughs> I was looking at. Wait a minute. Has, no, I, has Baylor played Hartford two, st- or two straight tournaments in a row? I guess. That's why I thought I was on the right one, because... Um, Baylor and Hartford were on there, but I was wrong. Man, it's okay. Wait. It happens to the best of us. Okay, all right, I'm here. All right, just scratch that, guys. Sorry about that. I'll take a big fat L. Um, all right. So I'll start over here in the South. I kind of like this matchup. I really do. North Carolina versus Wisconsin. I think 
I think Carolina's going to win that game. Really? Yeah. I, I don't have Carol. I don't have Carolina winning that game. I, I think, think Wisconsin's good. Carolina's been, playing, good. Carolina's been playing very good recently. True. You're not wrong, but Wisconsin's good, man. How they how they uh played against Iowa? Oh my gosh! And Iowa's not a bad team at all. Yeah, but like, look at the the teams that Wisconsin's played that are in the tournament. They got swept mm-hmm. by Michigan, swept by Illinois. They got they lost three games to Iowa. Mm-hmm. They lost to Purdue. What about Iowa? They lost. What about, to, uh, they lost oh, to Ohio right. State, and then they got they got they split with Maryland. Yeah, well, you just answered my question. You just answered. Do you see any upsets in the South region? In the South region, um, what do you what would you consider an? Do you mean just straight up seed upset? Yeah, but do you want to do you want to hear mine or do you do you want to continue? Well, I mean, Winthrop Winthrop is always a team that can that they've done it they've done it before the twelve five matchup. Um, I don't know if they can do it against Villanova. But that remains but the same. Out of the South region, who would you say would get upset? Oh, uh, I would probably go with that that Villanova and Winthrop. I'm thinking either I have two, right? Either between Utah State and Texas Tech, mm-hmm. or Colgate and Arkansas. You don't like Max McClung? Uh, no, I never. I don't have any problems with him. Boy could shoot, but I'm just afraid if he doesn't shoot, what are they going to do? Huh? Uh, I don't know. I don't watch enough yeah. Texas Tech basketball, apparently. Well, 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 I do, and they don't really have the really good uh, shooters, you know, at least from what I think. So I feel like they might be bounced out of the first round, but that's just my opinion. Um, any games that excite you in the South region before we move on? In the South... Uh, nothing really excites me, you know. Nothing really stands out? No, I mean, like, of course, Carolina-Wisconsin is probably going to be the best game of that. But yeah. The, but the 8-9 games usually are the best games that because the teams are so closely, like, matched up. Well, you wouldn't even throw in, like, a Virginia Tech in Florida? Maybe. Again, I've been kind of just keeping up with scores when it comes to college basketball this year because yeah, of the... Sure. Yeah. I don't really know what Florida brings to the table. Okay. All right. Let's move on. Let's do what about in the West? Uh, what do you think about Oklahoma and Missouri? I think that's going to be a good one. What are yeah, your thoughts like, on that? Like I said, 8-9. Eight, 8-9s nine. are always fun matchups to watch because yeah. the teams are so close. If you had a predicted winner, who would it be in the, out of that one? Um, You know, I think Oklahoma's probably a little bit overrated here. You know, I, I think Missouri's gonna probably wait, take that one. Okay. If you go by by common opponents, they both beat Alabama. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Alabama's good. They're good. But Missouri, got good Missouri got a win over Illinois, and that's huge. So I think I, I think I'm gonna go with Missouri in that one. Um, what about Wichita State and USC? Again, you're asking me some tough ones here. I don't, I don't know enough about either one of those, but uh, well, Wichita State's been playing pretty good toward as of late. So you're you're just uh, giving Wichita yeah. State over Drake? 
No, over USC. Well, they got to play in that playing game first. Oh yeah, yeah. But I'm, I mean, Drake's pretty good. Um, they got a lot of good shooters though. Drake's got a lot of good shooters, and they shoot for the three very well. Um, I I would rank them Wichita State though. The Wichita State's got some size. They got some tall dudes, and they also got shooters as well. So I I think, I think I think. Wichita State might get Drake, but I feel like their gas will be burned out by when it comes to USC. Honestly, right. what about that Oregon VS- VCU game? Don't know a lot about either one of them. Why don't you enlighten me? Oregon, they play fast. They play uh, very aggressive. Uh, VCU is kind of like a slow down pace. Like they kind of just like. No, more ball dominant, you know, run clock a lot. Um, I feel like that's going to be a really tough game. Uh, hard to hard to depict on the winner on that one. If I had to pick an upset, I would say VCU might get them just because they control a lot of clock and they have actually good three-point shooters, whereas Oregon just like, you know, they play fast all the time, but sometimes they may catch up to them and bite them in the butt. So... I just, I just think, you know, VCU might come on top and be an upset. Um, all right, let's move down to the East. Um, any teams that stand out with you on the Eastern side? Well, it is nice to see Georgetown back in the tournament. Yeah. And how about that? Right, that was electrifying. Yeah, it's cool to see Patrick or Patrick Ewing in Madison Square Garden winning the Big East tournament. Yeah. Yeah, did you see the the announcers going crazy? Like he's like Hoyas win, Hoyas win. He just kept on saying it yeah, like over yeah. and over and over and over again. I just thought that was insane. That was cool to see, and they're definitely a sentimental pick. I don't know what how what chances they have of actually winning a game, but I think they have a good chance of winning against Colorado. Do you? I would advance. I'll advance them against Colorado. Honestly, hmm. Colorado's good too. Um, but I, I think they might have that momentum from that uh, championship game, lead them into this game, and just like just mess them up, you know. Um, what about UConn versus Maryland? That would have been more fun back in the early two thousands. <laughs> yeah, were, true. When they were both like national champion caliber teams and both won national champions back in the early 2000s. Um, I think UConn's probably got too much talent for, for Maryland. Even though they don't yeah. have the high-end wins, they mm. don't they don't lose to teams that they should lose to. Yeah, no, I agree with you on that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's it for out of the East. I just don't see any other teams that could slip up. Maybe UCLA versus MS, uh, you know, Mississippi State University, maybe – Where's that Michigan State? I don't want to be wrong. I think I, I think that's I think that's uh I don't know who that I is. Who is I that? I don't want to be wrong. I don't want to be wrong. You, you, already, <laughs> you already hit the wrong bracket to start it, so <laughs> uh we we'd hate to get the wrong <laughs> the wrong MSU. <laughs> Right, like I I don't want to be wrong. 
So who is it? Do you know? No, I don't. I tried to click on info. It did not tell me. I don't oh. feel like doing deeper research. Oh so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it to the Midwest whenever you're ready. I'll give you a countdown. Hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna find out for you. Michigan, Three. Michigan State playing UCLA okay. in the playing game. I was right. I was right. How about that? I was right. Two proud, right. two proud franchises or franchises, two proud universities and programs playing in a play-in game. Right, I was right. I'm glad I said it. You rolled the tape. I know I said Mississippi State first, but then I recorrected myself. I said it's probably Michigan State. Yeah. Oh, um, so I'll I'll take it. All right, Midwest. Any teams that stand out? I like that Oklahoma State Liberty game, bro. I was uh, I've been waiting for you to say something about Liberty all day. Of everybody in the tournament, I can talk more about Liberty than anybody. There you go. Go ahead, bro. Liberty, Liberty, my my guy, Darius McGee. He's from my hometown, Roxborough, North Carolina. He played at Roxborough Community School, right down the road. Aceland Player of the Year, big time scorer. A little undersized, little little guard, but he's going. He's going to light Oklahoma State and Cade Cunningham up. Liberty yeah, Oklahoma State's good, but Liberty's going to a Sweet Sixteen. Is he? Is he uh, NBA ready? No, he's still a junior. He's still got another year of college. I know, but you don't think he's NBA ready? Because I mean, no, he goes at first. He's he's undersized, you know. Or you talking about Cade Cunningham? I thought. See, I got Darius McGee on my mind. K- yes, Cade. No, Cunningham. I was talking about Darius. Oh. I, I know Kid Cunningham is. I was talking about yeah. Darius McGee. No, he's not yet. He's, think, he's still undersized. Do you think he would be like a Chris Clemens out of uh, Campbell? Like a guy like that that could play in the NBA? Prove it? Uh, maybe. I mean, uh, Chris Clemens hasn't really proved it in the in the NBA yet, but he's still young and got time to develop. And he's he, also he, signed a three-year deal with uh, Houston Rockets. So. Yeah, he also can, he also can shoot. So that always helps the way the NBA is played these days. Right. Yeah, no. Um, you're right about that. And then Cade Cunningham, dude's a beast. I mean, I watched that game against uh, him and uh, who did they play? Big Ten Championship. Who did they play? Who did they play? Oh, shit. Help me out. Do you know? Why is Oklahoma State? Texas. They play Texas. They play Texas. Neither, and that game was freaking perfect. Neither of those teams are in the Big Ten. Well, what did I say? Why did I say Big Ten? You said Big Ten, but yeah. Why did I say Big Ten? Oh my God, I'm so stupid. <laughs> God bless. So dumb. Anyways, I move on. Um, what about Tennessee, Oregon State? Um, Tennessee and Oregon State. Enlighten me. I know. I know Oregon State probably shouldn't be in the tournament, but. Uh, what has Tennessee done to deserve getting pushed ahead of them? I mean, Tennessee's pretty good, man. Let's see. They beat Kansas by almost 20. That's something. Well, also, not only that, I mean, they did work against the you know, the SEC championship. They just lost to LSU because they ran out of gas. The coaching, based upon coaching, not the players. The players did well. Um. LSU's, you know, pretty good too. So I'm curious to see how they're gonna do against Saint Bonaventure. Saint Bonaventure. Bonaventure. The Bonnies. 
Well, um, let's, let's let's real quick. Who do you who do you got for the final four? Who's your final four? Illinois. Mm-hmm. They're, they're really good. <laughs> they're freakishly good, and they're also like an older team. So, um, I see them coming out of the Midwest. <sighs> the East is going to be tough because once you get to like past like the elite uh, Sweet Sixteen and go to the Elite Eight. I feel like that's going to be tough because you got your Florida States, you got your Texas, you got your Alabamas, Michigan. It looks pretty good. That's going to be, that's the one that I'm like really, really worried about. But I'm going to give it a benefit of the doubt and go in between Texas and Michigan State. And if I had to do, a, I mean, Michigan, and if I had to do a coin flip between those two, Let's not have a coin handy. I don't. Um, I'm going to go with Michigan. I'm going to go with my gut. So, Illinois, Michigan so far, the bottom two. Top, going with Gonzaga. They're just – that team is a freak. And after I saw what they did against BYU, is that BYU team is really good and they almost knocked off Gonzaga. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go Gonzaga's just going to run this whole entire um, – Region, I just don't see. I just don't see anybody beating it. I, I, the only team that I might give a, you know, a tough competitor to who maybe they might run into. Watch out for that Creighton game. Okay. If Gonzaga plays Creighton, that's gonna be really, really good. So watch out for them. But I still don't see Gonzaga losing. And then obviously out of the South, I'm just gonna go with Baylor because Baylor's been playing freakishly phenomenal. I don't see anybody beat Baylor. I feel like that Hartford game is going to be easy. They're going to cream through North Carolina, cream through Villanova, and they're going to play Ohio State in the Elite Eight and destroy them and go to the Final Four. So Gonzaga, Baylor, Michigan, and Illinois for me. So I think all the one seeds are going to yeah, go. Yeah, just like I would say you really went, out on a, really went out on a limb there. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I feel like if anybody's gonna win it all, you might be surprised about this, but I think Illinois is gonna win it all. Man, you just stole my thunder. <laughs> Sorry, man. Um, gotta be quick that. Like, like you said, I, I think Gonzaga. I, another team that could give Gonzaga problems, and I know Gonzaga uh-huh. beat the brakes off of them earlier in the year, but uh-huh. but Virginia is playing really good ball now. Yeah, and. It I wouldn't. I was worried about them. It wouldn't shock me to see them come out of that West bracket because you know they are defending national champions. So they already have that. You know, it was it was uh, two years ago? They got that sour taste in their mouth from the COVID not, not having a chance to win the ACC tournament. So I think they Virginia, Virginia is going to be a tough team in the West. Um, just for yeah. just for argument's sake, I'm I'm gonna throw Virginia in the Final Four. Why not? Okay, it's all arbitrary okay. and like. This means nothing, so I'm gonna right. say Virginia. <laughs> I'm gonna say Virginia out of the West, facing them in the wild in the uh, the Final Four. I just when I look at that bracket, I don't. All I see is Michigan. You know. Okay. I, see, I, I am see, I wrong though? Like, the East, the East. I just, I just, I see, I see Michigan, and they. Now let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Do you think a Florida State could give? 
like Michigan some trouble because that's what I was looking at too. If Florida State shoots like they have been this year, sometimes with with those three point shooters, then yes, absolutely. Like okay, they can give anybody trouble when they when they shoot like they have. All right, and, so all right, because all right, I agree with you on Michigan, right? But I'm gonna ask you this, okay? Out of the top teams in the East, Michigan, Florida State. I mean, Colorado, I could see getting beat by Georgetown, honestly. Mm. Honestly. Um, I'm not having any faith in Colorado. Um, and Texas. Texas is very good. Mark my words. Texas is very good. Um, if you have those three teams, who do you think is coming out of that division? You still, you're still betting on Michigan? Yeah. That's my, that was my dilemma. I mean, Michigan's only real bad loss is against another number one seed in Illinois. And I don't know, had did did they have a problem where maybe their best player wasn't playing due to COVID or something? Like I, I, you, it's hard to judge game to game because you don't know who had who for these games. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I just when I look at Michigan, I see that they're the most talented team out of that bracket, and that's why I have no. them, them losing to Virginia in the Final Four. No. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. No. Um. No, yeah, I, I can see that. I can see that. What about the Midwest? The the Midwest, we're going to skip down. We're going to skip the South and just go straight to the Midwest. That's cool. Again, yeah, yeah. again, Illinois Illinois has some big wins, and, and you can't discredit that, you know. Beat Michigan yeah. by 20. They swept Iowa. They, mm-hmm. they, they won two out of three against Ohio State. That's mm-hmm. uh, one, two, three, four – Five wins out of the top two seeds in the tournament, mm-hmm. and then they lost to Baylor, of course. But um, I think Illinois so, probably probably unmatched in that bracket, going to go all the way through. The one thing that I really think that's going to be a huge upset game is the Cleveland State Houston. <laughs> I think for some odd reason, I don't know why I'm predicting this, but I'm predicting that big upset out of that region. Um. I mean, like I said, Loyola Chicago is pretty good, and I think that that's gonna be a good game between them and Georgia Tech. I mean, I'm gonna get my popcorn ready for that. If if we're gonna go by dominant mascot theory, which I like to use sometimes, <laughs> yeah, like, I'm just gonna go in and throw it out that Drexel's not getting beat. You Drexel, really? <laughs> Drexel, the 16 seed, undefeated through this tournament. No, nobody's gonna come close to topping a dragon. Okay. They're the dragons. You think somebody's gonna beat the dragons? I don't see Jon Snow walking through here. Like, <laughs> uh, it, it, no, it ain't. It ain't nobody gonna be no dragon. The Night King could come out here and throw some ice. Say, the only, throw a damn ice spear thing, through him. No. The only thing that I'm worried about with Drexel is the Cleveland State mascot. Like I don't even know what Cleveland State is. It's like a Viking, little Viking fella. Yeah. Look, they're, yeah, that's they're, what I'm like I don't mean to hate on them, but their logo looks like one of those little uh, <laughs> generic, generic fantasy football logos ESPN gives you. I thought you were about to use like the dead emoji. Nah. Uh, with the bones, with the with the bones across. No, but, but oh, like like going back to Drexel, like do you really think like? The, a bunch of fighting people from Illinois is gonna knock them off. Like they're just some people from Illinois. Like they're not gonna beat a dragon. Or the, or the peanuts from Georgia Tech. The peanuts are yellow jackets. 
Like yellow jackets, whatever they're peanuts. called. I call them peanuts. I call them peanuts. Are they gonna like this little dog thing from Loyola? No, like it's a dragon. Dragon wings. <laughs> Same thing with Tennessee with the balls. Like just some guys who like to dedicate their time to helping the community. Some volunteers, like <laughs> a beaver. Like you think a beaver or a cowboy, or like the only one that give them problems, Liberty maybe, because that's just fire. Like. <laughs> Some flame might burn a dragon. Who knows? So if you had a base, guys, if, basically if you're listening, if you had to base your bracket on mascots, go with Drexel. They're winning the whole entire. Like, bro, you think like <laughs> like let's like if they if they have to go against Syracuse, you think an orange, a fucking orange, is. Gonna be... All right. What about what about like in the like Clemson with the tiger? No, it's a it's a dragon, bro. Like, come on. If that's the case, the Cougars. Like, come on now, let's uh, a mountaineer like Davy Crockett gonna run out there with a musket and fight a dragon. Yeah, come on. What about Warren State with their eagle? I'm not even addressing that. Like, that's that's oven roasted chicken right there, bro. Like, let's see. Like, the only thing close in the South, the only thing close we got we got Florida, which is a gator, which is like a kind of dragon, but like but even then, like. He's, he can't do anything. He can't do anything. He's fl- a dragon's flying above him. Like, come on now. So we already got Drexel in the finals. Let's see if anybody can match up against him. Like, what the fuck? A buffalo? You think a buffalo is going to handle a dragon? No. Just uh, a, a, a wolverine? Come on now. Like, oh, 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 hold on. What about not just the wolverines, but what if wolverine? Let's say let's say a dragon fighting Wolverine. Hmm. Where are you getting Wolverine from? Michigan. I know, but he's not the X Man. It's not there. <laughs> Look, I don't make the rules. <laughs> we got we got a dragon fighting Wolverine. Um, oh my god! Dad. <laughs> Look. What about what about Bucky from Ohio State? I love you know I love Bucky. You know I love Bucky, but he' about to die if he's fighting a dragon. <laughs> All right, what about the Baylor Bears? Did it have a chance? It's, no, not against a dragon. Like, the, the closest thing we got is old Testudo down in Maryland. He'd be kind of cool. Like, I'm, I'm a big Testudo guy. You but think he'll be friends with the dragon? Maybe. But he's got a shell. He can hide in it. And maybe that'll be some protection from the fire from the dragon. Probably not. Mike, the, you, think Mike, you think Mike the Tiger at LSU's got a thing for a dragon? No. What about Virginia. Virginia, it's just a cavalier. It's just a guy on a horse. The hell's a guy on a horse going to do against a dragon? <laughs> yeah, you might as well not even compare Oregon because they're a duck. <laughs> a duck. Yeah, a duck. Like, bro, none of these teams. What is even Grand Canyon's mascot? Like, uh, a dragon fighting the Grand Canyon? Right, that's what I was thinking. Oh, my God. What about a Seminole? Uh, just a Indian, a Native American, like with a flaming spear on a horse. Chief yeah, Osce- what, Chief Osceola gonna come up here and throw something? No, no, it's a dragon. Bruh. So Drexel wins. Drexel wins. Like Dorso. Drexel wins. Drexel wins. <laughs> Bruh, the, the Grand Canyon's mascot is the antelope. Yeah, they have no chance. They have no chance. Drexel, bro. Drexel, you're your 2021. NCAA uh, champions. 
All right, can we move past the segment because that was just too much for? <laughs> no, I'm 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 putting it in the books right now. Drexel Drexel's going to the championship. God, like, you can do what you want. He's Drexel. basing this off of mascot guys. That's dominant. What he is dominant doing. mascot theory. It holds out. Like oh my god, I'm going to market market it now. Drexel's winning the tournament. They're going to beat uh, Michigan uh, Wolverine. Just Wolverine. Um, Adamantium, 69-3 to is going to be the final score. So, what happens if they get bounced out of the first round? Well, you know what? This is all made up anyway. So, <laughs> Oh, my God. Guys, I can't. On that, we're we're not even going to talk about anything anymore. We're just we're just ending it on that podcast. Yeah, make sure to make sure to like give us a follow on Twitter and all that good stuff. Instagram, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, and Twitter, yeah, and Facebook. we don't have a Facebook. Yeah. maybe one day. Um, and there. and make sure we're going we're going to hit y'all with that link for to sign up for our tournament challenge. Put in your picks. See if you can pick a better bracket than me, because ain't nobody beating Drexel. I can promise you that. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, guys, he does have a good point. I mean, they are the dragons, and look at everybody else. They're hey, either a Wolverine they, or or a bird. They just better okay. hope. They just better be glad that UAB did get in here because they're also <laughs> dragons. That would have been cool. Well, ACU Pirates might have a good chance. A pirate ain't gonna fight no dragon. <laughs> Come on. We might be on- he might be on his pirate ship and, you know... A dragon will slash... It'll slash the sails and it'll burn yeah. the ship and it'll sink. Come on, that's now. That's true. Come up... Yeah. I, I, that's what I... I'll, I'll hit us up on Twitter and see if you can come up with a better mascot than a dragon. I mean, what about... What about West Virginia? A mountaineer. A Davy mountaineer. Crockett. With his little musket. What's he going to do? He already done That's a dragon. I can promise but we you. Don't know, we don't know how big the dragon is. It could be like, you know, like Spyro. I don't care how of... big a dragon it is. It's a dragon. Come I know, but you can like in a cage or whatever. Oh, no, you don't catch dragons. This ain't Harry Potter. Or, or, you know, we don't know. Like I said, we don't have a big It could be like off Shrek. Now, if we're talking to dragon off Shrek, then yeah, you're screwed. Everybody's screwed. The, it was like a little Spyro. Especially dragon. Donkey. Donkey got screwed more than anybody. <laughs> Some little babies they had. <laughs> Poor donkey. <laughs> Bro, he had a tough time. All right, guys. we're closing on this podcast, guys. I had it. I have an. I, y'all have a good night. Yeah. <laughs> go, go, dragons. <laughs> go, Drexel.